0: Love, hope, Radio. Good morning. It's Kotsman on a wonderful Tuesday morning. I hope you are having a fantastic day as you deserve it. And you need to have that. You know, we often talk about uh, your attitude. And the one thing that I want you to do today is, is really embrace the fact that you deserve to be happy. And you make that happen, right? Oftentimes, we, we think that we're at the whim of outside influences. I'm driving this morning, taking my kids into school and, and we have a little ritual that we go through, and that ritual is is nothing externally am I going to allow to affect me internally on this day because I control the day, so have a great day. So when we talk to the kids and say, hey, have a great day, they say, absolutely, Dad, nothing externally is going to affect us. Internally, And then I put that question to you today on what external things are you allowing in your life to affect you internally? And that's kind of some of the things we want to kind of stay away from, right? And it does matter who you hang out with, who's around you, who's motivating you, who's keeping you up, but also more importantly, who's not bringing you down. And a lot of times people are bringing us down and that's who we want to stay away from from, without a doubt, right? The laws of leadership, and and Maxwell talks about a lot of that stuff in depth. But he calls the law of navigation. Because anyone can steer the ship, but it takes the leader to chart the right course. So are you charting your course in your life and what you need to have done? And I think so. I think you are because I know that you can make it happen. Question, what do you want to accomplish today, and how do you see yourself doing it, right? How do you see yourself doing it? Are you the leader that many folks want you to be? And I was having a dialogue uh, regarding this very uh, conversation, and that is, how do you define that leader? You know, and we talk about the building of trust, and they. They being a, a leader must exemplify competence and connection and character. Uh, but, but 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 when we look at character, you know that's really what makes trust happen. And that trust in in a leadership position allows for that solid ground to really take place. And so when you look at your work week today, in your personal life, what we're saying is. Are you taking ownership of that? Are you charting your course, and are you really being the leader that you want and need to be? Well, oftentimes, that answer is no, and so how in the world, then, do you get that back? And again, I would say, well, you know, pick up pick up Maxwell's Laws of Leadership. Pretty, pretty doggone good stuff going on, Right? Suns win last night over our Portland Trail Blazers, and what a game it was. But it comes back down to how you react to adversity. And what I mean by that is in this game last night, the Suns, highly favored to win this series, come out as flat as flat can be. And the Portland Trail Blazers appear that they are going to take it over. Uh, they're up by ten, twelve 12 points, 14 points. And in that moment, uh, it begs the question, adversity hits us all. It's how you react and respond. Now, we know that reacting and responding aren't the same, right? So if I talk about reacting, you have the right to react however you want, internally. But then you respond externally, and that's where this whole concept of react-response comes. So as we're watching the Suns play last night, here you have them reacting internally to something else, responding completely the opposite of what we want them to be, right? They're not scoring points. But they call a timeout. The coach brings them around. And so key point, who's your coach in your life? Who's your business coach, coach? Who's your life coach? Who's your spiritual coach? Who is your physical coach, right? So the players pulled off to the side, and here you go. Coach brings them in, even-tempered, calm, cool, and collect. Brings them back to their purpose and why they're there. They have adversity. Now what do they do with it? Well, as you'll know, check, the, check the scores, the Suns come back. They're overwhelming, decisive victory. Beat the Portland Trail Blazers. What is the lesson here? They were hit with adversity, they regrouped, their response and reaction there actually was a difference. So when you get a negative influence in your life, when you're hit with adversity, do you just wither and fall and say, well, that's the ball game. I guess adversity wins. I guess I just wasn't meant for it. Or do you dig down a little deeper? Do you go back into the systems and the models that you've put into place in your life? to help you move forward. Well, if you don't have those systems models, I encourage you to find and go out there and get them. You can always email me at crouch at kw.com and I'll be more than happy to share some systems and models that we follow through our Keller Williams University programs and alike that can help you. But in sports, we see it all over the place, dealing with adversity and coming back with adversity. Now, by the way, some could say coming out strong in life as the Portland Trail Blazers did, in fact, do, and then turning around and losing the ball game. What happened? Well, let's flip the coin for a little moment. When you're riding high and fat on the hog and loving life, little things like complacency, little things like the everyday mundane routine, set in. In some cases, bear with me, in some cases we actually even use the word entitlement. And you get a little lax. See, the very things that you've done in your life to get you where you are today oftentimes aren't enough to keep you where you are. So you have to be moving forward. So what do we see happen in this Portland game? Yet again, they come out stronger. They're ready, but they get a little complacent. They get a little bit lax on their defense. They're not pressing as hard as they once were. They're not attacking the basketball. And as a result, they let the Suns back in the ballgame. No one let the Suns back in the ballgame. Of course, they took it over. So you're listening today saying, hey, you know what? My life is pretty good. I don't have anything to worry about. I want to drive you back to the seasons, times of seasons, right? Jim Rubb talks about it. and talked about it. What a great man, uh, Jim, uh, is it was, right? Uh, is, as his work still lives in his books. But they're seasons. So when it's hot, when it's hot summertime, you need to be thinking about cold wintertime. When it's cold wintertime, you're thinking about hot, hot, warm summertime. So when things are going great for yourself, and you think that no wrong can happen, understand that, Nature says the seasons will, in fact, come, and we cannot stop them. Now, the key is if it's winter, to have the proper clothing. For the economic storms that, that have hit a lot of Americans today in this 2010, do you have the proper winter clothing? See, there are winter games that take place. People do go out in the winter, they do enjoy skiing and snowboarding and snowmobiling. Is, Hiking, just the same. The difference is they have the proper clothing. So do you have the proper clothing for this economic climate that we're in now? Understanding that it will get better. That message that was was so thrown out that there is hope, of course there's hope. We know this season will change uh, again to better, more warm times. But I encourage you now, just button up your jacket. Embrace the here and the now. Embrace what we have in front of us because there is no... The, second chance. There's no dress rehearsal, as it were, for the main event. This is your life right now in this moment. So I go back to the basketball game. On to cold fronts. Suns come out flat and get it back. Portland comes out hot and then lets it drop. Was there a winner or was there a loser? Well, in the context of the sporting world, there was a winner and a loser, right? Only based on a score. Yet, every player out there gave it their all. See, every player on the court did their very best they could give on that given night. Win or lose, they were tied to the process, and that process was giving their very best. Let's contrast that into your world, into your life, into your business, into your personal lives. Are you giving the very best that you can give? Are you being the very best you can be today? Are you leaving nothing? Are you leaving nothing in the court, in the stadium of life? Are you doing your very best today? So when I watch sporting events, and I, I encourage you to do the same, look for some of these these similarities in life, how an athlete can deal with adversity and yet within seconds have to come back and deal with the overwhelming joy of making a three-point shot. And then turn right around, be foul or commit a foul or or do something that then just wipes out that positive so quickly. And that's what's exciting about basketball when you watch basketball. These momentum swings happen so quick. The challenge in life is oftentimes these momentum swings take months, some cases years. So it's harder to deal with that. But what I want you to do is dig down deep and, and, and understand that if adversity hits you, it's okay. The season will change. Prosperity is right around the corner. All you simply have to do is hold on. Remember, there's a thinking stuff of which all things are made of. And so you think, therefore you are, has a lot of credence. You can think your future. So think positive. Be specific at it. See, the funny thing is, in basketball, sure, there's a winner and a loser based on the contextual score. Yet... In life, now stay with me now, in life, all the players out there receive their paychecks. See, they contributed, they gave to the marketplace their very best. So yes, there's a winner and a loser based on the score, yet one would say, aren't all the NBA players today, or the two teams of Portland and the Suns, would we actually say that they're winners in life? yes absolutely so understand giving your best at your job in your industry is what you do that's the model that you follow why why do something if you don't do it with the intention of winning with the intention of giving your very best with the intention of helping others why would you not want to do that well if we instill that model today in you win or lose if you're making 100000 a year, 50000 a year, 20000 a year, 10000 a year, that's just the score, isn't it? That's just the basketball score that some would say, there's a winner, there's a loser. Our society tends to put emphasis on dollar amounts annually. But if you're giving your very best, wouldn't you just be like the Portland Trail Blazers in this example? Wouldn't you just simply say, well, we're all winners because... We woke up, we gave our very best. We had no regrets. A good friend of mine, David, once said, you want to wake up saying, I'm glad I did versus I wish I had. So yes, in the context of scoring and sports, of course there's winners and losers. Yet we know that our athletes are some of the highest paid folks on the planet. And why is that? They're committing every day to give their very best. What are you taking to the marketplace? What are you contributing today, this week, this month, this year? What are you contributing in your life when you're on your deathbed? Are you going to say, I wish I had? Or, I'm glad I did? See, we have this, this ability, right? It distinguishes us from the, the animal kingdom. you have a choice? Do you want to be better? Do you want to better your best? I think that's important. In my Little League team, our Padres are, are on a five-game winning streak, and we are having a ball with these kids, of course, our youngest. We have a couple of seven-year-olds on the team, and we have a couple of uh, eights and nines. Well, the first couple of games we lost, and the attitude was down. Of course, now they won a couple, and now the attitude is back up. And what, I, what I'm stressing to these kids is, hey, look, it's not about winning and losing. It's about giving your very best on the given day that we're to play. It's about learning and understanding and practice the fundamentals that under stressful game time situations, you'll be able to do without thinking. It'll be second nature, as it were. But even at these tender ages of seven and eight, you see oftentimes how external things can affect kids. And what I want you to realize today is give your very best. Don't let the outside world dictate how you feel. Don't let the outside world dictate how you ought believe. Go to your core values. Go to your core beliefs. And understand that if you know where you're going, if you've charted your course, you'll get that. You'll get that. And then when adversity hits you, you don't just fall down and wither up and say, you got me. See, we were talking about basketball, but What I love about baseball is that reaction response is even longer. See, basketball, the the ebbs and flows happen within seconds, right, within very short bursts. But baseball oftentimes is is drawn out longer. So it's it's great to watch the kids because they have these long, drawn-out innings of, of either good or bad. Again, good and bad, I mean, there's not really good or bad, right? There's just is. If you go with me on that for, for a moment. There's just an is factor, of course, that we assign good or bad, right? What, what I mean by that is if we're playing the other uh, Little League team, and they're the Dodgers, and we're winning, then we feel that it's a good situation uh, based on our filter system, based on what our expectations are for that given day. Well, the Dodgers, on the other hand, are watching the exact same game. They're involved in the exact same moment, but they're viewing it as a bad situation or a negative situation. Oh, we're losing. Again, both teams are playing. Both teams are giving their all. Both teams are giving their very best. So is there a winner or a loser, and is there a good or bad? Well, there just is. It depends on what your filter is. So what I want you to realize is keep your filters clear. Understand what filter you have on and why you have it on. But at baseball, those, those ebbs and flows are just a little bit longer. And so what do I talk to the kids about? Just give your very best out there. Have no regret as, boy, I could have ran faster. I should have ran harder. I should have drank more of my sport drink or energy. I should have had dinner. No, no. Have all that handled. Just give your very best, and there will be no regrets whatsoever. Leaders, find a way for their teams to win. And, you know, today we're talking a little sports analogies, but who is your team? You say, well, I work for a a corporation, and I don't really have a team. What about your family team? What about that family team? I bet you have that, don't you? You know, people naturally align themselves and follow leaders oftentimes stronger than themselves. So I want to rebound it back to you and say, who is your mentor? Who is your coach? Who are you following? And what are you committed to? You know, this morning when you woke up, I mean, are you truly committed? I mean <laughs> a lot of times we we've lost track of really what commitment stands for. I mean, commitment is what transforms. uh, Stay with me for a moment here. Commitment transforms a promise, right? It, It takes this promise. It transforms it into reality. It's the words that we speak boldly, our intentions and actions that allow us to speak louder than words. Right? It's our intentions and actions. It's making time when there is no time. It's making that time saying, This is my commitment. It's coming through time after time, year after year. It's doing what you said you're going to do. It's concentricity. Commitment is the stuff that character is made of. The power to change. The faces of things. And you can change. You can change things. It's a triumph of integrity over skepticism. It's a daily triumph, by the way. It's an hourly triumph. That's commitment. What are you committed to? Well, here's what I do know. That you have the power to change. And I encourage you to do so. The power to change in the family unit to make it stronger. The power to change and make your work environment stronger. The power to change and make your personal life stronger. Ah, I just love it. I love it, love it. Lots of basketball to go. Lots of baseball to go. Lots of fun to go. Are you having fun? I hope so. I know it's challenging, but then again, that's why you get paid the big bucks, right? Because oftentimes, we just want to just give it up. Right? With that little saying, if you can't make some of that heat, get out of the kitchen, if you can't take it, you can't take that heat, get out of there, well, yeah, or turn the air conditioner on. You know, if you're feeling a little down, I mean, uh, understand that activity, activity gets you out of that border, right? Put a smile on your face, get a little excitement, have some fun in the world that is yours. What's troubling you? Write it down. You know, I was talking the other day of uh, of journaling, and I I encourage you to journal if you're not if you're not journaling now. Go to your your nearest Barnes and Noble or, or or online or you know, blank pieces of paper. And actually, journal. What do I mean by that? Just put down your thoughts for the day. Just put down your thoughts. How you're feeling, what you're thinking, why you're thinking that way. And talk a little bit about. Yourself. You know, what's pretty phenomenal is that history is created by individuals memorializing it. And if no one took the time to write it down, then a lot of history is forgotten. Not that it wasn't important, but it's forgotten. So what are those potential forgotten moments in your life? And that's why we want to journal. Journal. Put them down. Hey, I'm having a great day today. So I know if it's great and wonderful, that winter must be right around the corner. So I need to make sure that my closet is stocked up with winter clothes. And if it's chilly and freezing, hey, you're writing down saying, guess what? It's cold right now. I don't have the job I want to have. I don't see the the upward mobility that I was seeking, uh, the economic climate's not what it is, interest rates are high and low, uh, foreclosures and pending this and pending that. And you understand that it's going to get sunny,
1: but write it down.
0: And uh, interesting reading, I started journaling back in uh, 1997 on, on more of a regular basis. And from time to time, I'll pull out a, pull out a year or, or a month and just kind of read, what, what was I thinking? What, what was I aspiring to achieve that month or that year? And it's, it's, it's odd because a lot of those things that I was seeking, I either attained or they kind of went by the, by the wayside. Maybe they weren't as important as I thought they were at the time I was actually writing them down. But it's also just a great stress reliever. did you write it down? How you're feeling, what you're thinking? And it's a great legacy to leave for your children for your loved ones, and, and who knows? I mean, it's, it's the memoirs of you. And who's more important than you? I mean, that's the key, right? So write it down. I'm too busy. I don't have enough time. You don't understand. I'm too, I'm too busy. So I, I understand all that. Take 10 minutes and write it down. See, the challenge is you don't have a journal. <laughs> that's why I said go to Barnes & Noble, right? Or go to your local bookstore, and start. Go we'll get a spiral notebook at one of the convenience stores. And write down in there, right? Write down how you're feeling, what you're thinking. It's important. Let's start now, though. That's the key. Start now. Because you're a leader, and we know one thing. Leaders always find a way to make things happen. So go make this happen. Go make this an enjoyable fun experience your journaling you know i picked up a it's called the pulse pen and now when i write in my journal i'm able to speak and write and give some audible thoughts and what a great great tool to use to memorialize not only my thoughts on paper but also to have them in audio so that my kids Decades from today, we'll be able to hear exactly what the Crouch Man was thinking about and what my plan was to fix it, right? Are you going to go do it? Are you going to go get that journal? I hope so. You deserve it. You need to do it. Leave a legacy. Start a dress rehearsal. Is that what we said? So go get it done. Go make it happen. So, over the next week, lots of baseball and lots of basketball. Watch how the athletes conduct themselves. Watch how the coaches conduct themselves, players in the game, coaches on top of the game, the spectators that are watching the spectacle unfold before them, that are live and present, and of course, the individuals that are watching on TV that might be pausing live TV through their DVRs and the likes. What does that look like? How are they behaving? And how do you take that behavior, oftentimes, and model that in your real world? It's interesting. Have a conscious awareness when you're watching things. Athletes, Because it's basketball and baseball season, right? We see that adversity much faster. We watch them embrace it and deal with it. We watch them react internally. We watch them respond externally. And they move on. And then they move on. Don't let fear creep into your world. And we know what fear is, right? False evidence is appearing real. You don't let those things in front of you. Don't let fear control you. Again, as I talked to my children this morning on the way to school, nothing externally affects you internally. When you make that decision, I know you're gonna you want to debate that. Well, if somebody's gonna wreck, if somebody cuts me, if somebody I'm gonna feel that. I get that. At a larger scale, at a macro perspective, we're st- is that nothing externally should affect the way that you respond. React how you want, but respond in a manner that's a conducive to your core values and your core systems and the way you behave. There's a crouched saying, make it truly a great day, a great week, a great month, and a great year. When you string those all together, you're going to have a fantastic life. Have a great one. You deserve it. And remember, nothing externally can affect you internally. Make it a truly, a great life.